0: Welcome back to Talks with Tatiana. I hope you enjoyed part one of the season one finale episode. Now let's get right into part two. One positive thing that did end up coming um, out of, a lot of things this year was I became a part of the ladies e-board as the membership director which was really nice because um, just starting off as a general body member um, I did enjoy the organization even though we had a very slow start Um, but when I became a part of e-board I feel like my e-board was the staple e-board that ladies needed to get us right back on the right track to get our name out there so I'm very proud to be a part of that e-board Um, And I hope to be a part of it again at a maybe higher position next year, but I have to really think on it. But yeah, um, I'm very passionate about ladies. It's the first and only organization I've been a part of since being at UF, so it means a lot to me. Um and then also this is when like my podcast launched this year. So that's always going to be a very staple year for me um 2020 because this is the year my podcast launched. And um you know the a huge reason why I knew I had to get it up and running um in June was that was like the peak of the Black Lives Matter protest and I was just so just filled with emotion that I wanted to make sure that I had my podcast up so I could use a platform to speak on it because it was, yeah, intense. And um, I still continue as much as I can to speak on it because it's not just a moment, it's a movement. So, um, and then, you know, it was nice, you know, having the apartment to myself over the summer because, you know, um, I stayed in my apartment for the summer and then I visited staying um like going home and then staying in the apartment like I took turns doing that and my roommates were like home for the majority of the summer so I had the apartment to myself which was another thing that made me feel adultish because I was like wow like I'm just in this apartment by myself like you know I'm surviving like you know so (laughs) that was a lot of fun Um, and then Shreya and her friends came down to visit me one weekend over the summer and that was fun that was one of like my um, first like college type of weekends I mean I've had like college kind of weekends before but that was like a lot of fun I mean I needed it because being in quarantine was just very draining so that was a ton of fun and oh yeah we cannot forget about the whole murder hornets fiasco uh i just remember when i read about that because i had literally just spoke about it i think it happened in like july or something and i had just sent my friends a meme that was like all right july what do you have for us and then literally like a few days later it was like murder hornets have been spotted in the united states i was like oh my gosh i was like this year is just not letting up and then um the massive Beirut explosion happened that killed at least 190 people and that was just wow even though that wasn't in the United States just witnessing how bad that explosion was yeah that was devastating for sure and I just feel like that's hard to go through like fires explosions anything like that in the middle of such a like severe pandemic like that's terrible So yeah, that was really sad. Um, And I ended up passing all three of my summer classes, but it was definitely very far from easy because the three summer classes I took were so intense. Work due literally every single day, no letting up. So thank God that I passed. Um, So I'm just, yeah. I don't know about ever doing summer classes here at uf again because that was not it i'm telling y'all it wasn't so um yeah but if you have to do summer classes for school definitely do them but you know just be prepared because summer classes is just really a matter of having to squeeze in a whole um semester worth of stuff in six weeks so it's it's serious <laughs> um and really yeah i think that's yeah for my summer that was about it because um coronavirus shifted so many things that my summer was a blur honestly the whole year was a blur but definitely the summer was a blur so um i did find out though like right before school had started um that my husband my celebrity husband August Alsina was having an entanglement with Will Smith's wife of all people and I was just like wow what like so that was difficult for me because like I was hurt like that's like my actual in my head husband so like yeah that was a very sad time and I just feel so sad now because I've always just been so proud to say that August Alsina was my favorite artist and now I'm just like embarrassed because it's like well now every time anyone hears his name it's just entanglement so I'm just sad that his brand is ruined like that but you know you gotta live to the consequences of your actions sometimes unfortunately so um yeah and then I also had did a photo shoot this year for my youtube opening and closing scenes Um, And my wonderful uncle took the time to edit it together and it looks so cute. Um, So again, if you haven't watched any of the YouTube videos that I've done for some of my episodes, I would definitely recommend to look at them because the visuals are super cute. Um, And I remember taking them in the super, super hot sun of Florida. Um, The Florida heat is no joke, especially in August. So yeah, um, taking those photos was, Uh, hot mess makeup was sweating off and everything um it took forever but it was worth it and you know my friend Linton he was a real one for being out there and doing um all those photos and videos for me um I just love him he's my personal photographer and he's so patient with me because I don't think I would be as patient if I had a friend like myself um so I appreciate him so much um I also being the membership director, I got to host and put together the membership retreat for ladies, which was a ton of fun. I put together a scavenger hunt and everything. And even though we didn't get to actually do the scavenger hunt because we didn't have like enough people that came, um, we still got to incorporate it and we turned it into like a family feud type of thing. So I felt really proud to just be so involved now with ladies and be able to put together events and stuff. To help us flourish and continue to do better as an organization and get our name out there and put a staple into UF um, and student organizations here. So um, that was a ton of fun. And then that night, we had like a dinner and game night, which was so needed because it was like the night before the first day of school. And so it was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And I enjoyed getting to know my eboard better and getting to know some of the members better. Um, and then a part I was also a part of the UF panel for like um, to speak to incoming freshmen um, on their first day of school, um, any questions they had, which was a lot of fun because I was like, wow, like I'm really making progression. And that's the goal. Like I went from a general body member to lady from, like in ladies last year. And then now I'm a part of the e-board and putting together events. And then last year I was just a freshman asking a thousand questions about like what to do, what UF is all about. And then now I'm on a panel talking to incoming freshmen and answering their questions. So that really was just a proud moment for myself to just see my progression and to see the work that I'm doing um, at UF. So um, yeah and then that's um I think sometime like in these past few months like that's when the fires broke out in the west coast and um also coincidentally UF's Bill um not Bill (laughs) UF's Ben Hill Griffin Stadium um caught on fire and I remember I felt like I don't know like I felt like I lost someone in that moment when I found out that the fires were happening at like um uf stadium i was like oh my gosh i was like not the stadium like i was freaking out i was like not the stadium i was like of all things not our stadium so um yeah that was a crazy time and then within a few days later another uf building caught on fire and just recently like last week a dorm caught on fire here so I don't know if like arson has been going on, but that's just crazy because UF, like I have not known them to have like this many fires and incidents back to back like that. So I hope nobody was trying to commit arson. Like, but yeah, it seems like that was what it was. Um, I also met a new friend. Um, we call her Wally for shirt for short. Um, and we celebrated, um, another friend's birthday and then that's how um we met each other through that mutual friend and that was also when i found out that i definitely can't skate so sad i'm about to be 20 and i can't skate but yeah we found that out when we went to the skating ring for one of our mutual friends birthdays so yeah um unfortunately I can't skate, but we were like in there trying to like look up like wiki how to skate. And even this guy, like we were looking so pathetic out there that this guy even tried to teach us. And we were like, yeah, no, it's not going to happen. But thank you though for your time. Uh, uh, But it was really nice meeting her. Um, She's a wonderful friend and I'm so excited. I love meeting new like genuine friends that I can see uh, like genuine friendship coming out of um, because I feel like college is, you know, so even though it's about learning, like making meaningful friendships, too, is a huge part of college. So I was really grateful to meet Wally. So shout out to you. And um, I also um, found out that the cousin um, that I have that I grew up with, um, we were basically raised like sisters. She's having a baby. So that was really exciting news. And I got to do her photos for her and her husband and um I also um, was a part of her gender reveal and I knew that she was having a girl before she did. So it was exciting. And I got to help her pick out her girl name and stuff. So I'm just really proud of her because she's gone through a lot in life. So um, I'm very proud that she's having a baby and she deserves it. And I'm happy for her to have her little family. So that was really, really good news to get out of 2020. Um, And then, I went to, um, a very much needed day trip to the beach with Linton. Um, you know, one of my close friends, um, for his birthday, which was a ton of fun as well. Um, because again, I just, I hadn't traveled or really did anything throughout this year, um, after March because everything was just shut down. So just getting away for just that one, little getaway weekend to the beach was everything and much much needed especially with school and I think midterms and stuff were coming up too so yeah that was a time (laughs) Um, and then I only got to unfortunately go to one football game this year Due to the coronavirus, um, and it was when we played our first game, um, against South Carolina, and it was a pretty good game. But I was really sad that I only got to go to one, but I'm also grateful that I even got to go to one because not everyone got the chance. And we're doing a lottery system, um, at UF, so you have to be like entered into the lottery to even win tickets. So, um, I'm glad I got to go to at least one with my roommate Shreya. Um, and it was sad, um, uh, cause it was different. Like we had mask on, it was less people, it was limited capacity. So it didn't have the same effect, but it was just the principle of still being out there. And it was also awkward because that was the first time in months that I had saw my ex. And, um, I mean, I didn't like see him like in his face, but like I saw him from the bleachers, like on the sidelines and I was like, mm. It's you, you know, so, so yeah, um, that was a very interesting dynamic. And then I also did my first car wash, which I thought was interesting, but I did it with ladies. We did it as a fundraiser for the homeless, um, which was pretty, um, yeah, I don't think I'd ever be interested in doing like car washes again. Um, It was a cute concept for sure, but it wasn't it definitely wasn't like in the movies and the TV shows like how I thought it would be. So yeah, I probably won't ever do a car wash again, but, um, and then we also did a cute hibachi Halloween thing, which I thought was pretty cool because I feel like it was just different. Like, who do you know, like makes like hibachi and sells like plates of hibachi food for like a fundraiser. So we're really getting out there. So when you see ladies on the map, just know I was a part of the e-board that was the change. So, um, and then Actually, there is some really crazy news because you know it's 2020. What like can't happen? Um, so my guy best friend of five years, the same one I had fell out with, the same one that had the suicide scare. Yeah, that friend, um, that friend that I had, we ended up making up and whatnot, like um, from our falling out and we actually ended up dating so um we're kind of in a relationship now (laughs) so that's crazy to say uh, because we've been best friends for five years so that was pretty unexpected um and just with everything that occurred between us and our falling out and everything it just yeah I definitely 100% didn't expect that but yes we are dating now um and that's that I'm sure sometime on the podcast I will have some stories for you guys to tell you about that but yeah so update on my life I'm in a relationship with my best friend of five years so Uh, I got to vote for the first time, which is also a very significant thing in 2020. So thinking about it, like 2020 had some significant things happen for my life. Um, also some crazy bad things, too. So 2020 had its up and ups and downs. But yeah, I got to vote for the first time um, for and it's crazy that I got to vote for my first time in the most like probably one of the most important elections ever. So that was interesting. And I also got to feature on my uncle's podcast about young people voting, and I felt very comfortable and prepared. And just, um, I felt like a professional. I was like, yeah, like, you know, I have my own podcast. So, you know, I'm kind of prepared to do this one. So um, that was um, a lot of fun. And then um, just Kamala and Joe Biden winning um, president and vice president elect, that was a huge staple in 2020. Because, you know, we just uh needed a change significantly bad um and particularly if 2020 didn't show that more than anything we needed a change so I'm very glad and of course we still have a ton of work to do but at least having them um coming into play coming into office that's gonna be a first step in the right direction for sure Um, but people, like I said, they showed their true colors during this election. Like people that I never in a million years thought would have definitely did. Um, so yeah, and I'm never going to forget it. So yeah, that, yeah, to this day, I still sometimes see things on social media and I'm like, wow, you're really showing who you really are right now. Okay. So that's unfortunate, but um, also, one of my cousins moved into my house while I'm away for college. So now it's even more fun to visit home because he's the closest thing I have to a brother. I only have sisters, so it's fun having him around. Um, and then, yeah, another very like staple in my 2020 happened recently. So I had a skin abscess under one of my arms. Um, from like either shaving or the deodorant I had and it had got really bad to the point where well first of all I went to the doctor when it wasn't bad like it wasn't even a bump or anything like it was just there and the doctor literally just like squeezed like some water in it and she gave me some antibiotics and then I thought that I was all good to go but then it ended up getting worse and a huge bump Happened uh, under my arm to the point where I was in so much pain that I just like felt shooting pain down my arms. Like I just I thought like my arm was gonna fall out of socket. It was so intense, and so I finally went to the doctor again, a different one because the first doctor I went to was when I was at home in Tallahassee. So then when I was back in Gainesville, I went to the doctor, and that doctor um, immediately was like, oh no, you need to go to the ER. And I was like, oh, oh, this is bad, bad. All right. So I go to the ER, you know, thinking that they're going to numb me. Everybody's like, oh, they're definitely going to numb you. Like everything's going to be fine. No, that is not what happened. Um, she, When she said she was getting numbing cream, first of all, I thought she meant like an actual cream, but it was really like um, a numbing like liquid that she like injected in me with a needle. And so she injected it in my armpit and it felt like fire was injected in me. Literally burned so bad, you guys. Like, oh my gosh, I thought I was gonna die. Like, I just felt like I was about to pass out I could not believe it because I'm not even the type that's afraid of needles really per se like I don't like getting shots but I I feel like I'm not really scared of getting shots like I just like mentally prepare myself I'm like okay it's just gonna be a little a little pinch like it's gonna be fine but that yeah no now I must now I'm afraid of shots again because that was traumatizing and so then she immediately like grabs her scissors and I was like wait 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 I was like my arm isn't numb I was like I still feel my arm wait what and she's like oh no 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 it's fine and she started cutting in my skin with like a knife or whatever like tool she was using and I literally felt Her stabbed me in my arm with this knife and just started cutting. And I was screaming from the top of my lungs. Like, I've never in my life felt a pain like that before. I was like, whoa, what? I was like, there's no way I'm supposed to be awake for this. There's no way I'm supposed to be awake. I am definitely supposed to be under anesthesia or something because this is not supposed to be happening right now. Um, and so she's like literally just cutting. She, she's like digging in the wound. And I was literally like crying, screaming. I couldn't breathe. Um, the little heart monitor thing that I had on my finger was like going off the like wall it was it was intense and so she literally had to like walk up the room and give me a breather because I was losing it I was losing it and I called my parents and I was like sobbing I couldn't even get my words out I'm on the phone with my parents bawling my eyes out they're over there you know my mom started crying because I was crying and like my dad's like just calm down you know be strong and I'm like I can't be strong y'all I can't be strong so like it was the worst I have ever experienced in my entire life and I never thought that I would be a person in the ER screaming and crying like I never thought I I never thought I would be that person but I was definitely that person and then some that night um because the pain was just it literally felt like being awake for a minor surgery that's what it felt like because literally she's cutting into my skin with a knife and this numbing stuff was not working so I felt every bit of her going in my skin with the scissors and yeah so I'm literally like just screaming and hollering and then I think I had finally got to a point where I was just so over being there and I knew that she had to get it done that like Um, they finally called the nurse in there and she held my hand through it, which I don't know how, but it just helped me get through it. I was still screaming and crying, but we got through it. And then she had to pack it, um, which means that she had to literally stuff the wound with like, um, gauze and that was terrible. So yeah, that was, yeah, no. So please be careful if you ever shave under your arms or be careful with whatever deodorant you use because that was yeah the worst thing I have ever in my whole almost 20 years being in this world the worst pain I have ever felt like ever that is something I wouldn't even wish on my worst enemy um and I'm just pretty sure I was supposed to be under anesthesia because that just wasn't normal pain um but yeah (laughs) so yeah anyways I'm doing a lot better my parents had came to see me uh had came down to Gainesville to see me a couple days later um which was very nice because I needed to see them I needed to be around family um and my dad thankfully was able to take my gauze out of my wound which he was such a role one for that because that was pretty gross to have to take that out of my wound um (laughs) and then uh, my roommates were really great they all came to pick me up and they were supportive because I was still crying about it like even when they came to pick me up I was so traumatized like um I was like so sick like after the fact like my roommates had bought me dinner and I just couldn't even hold it down like I was just yeah I was traumatized like I just don't even like hospitals no more so (laughs) yeah y'all listen 2020 she she came in and she was no joke like no joke at all so (laughs) Um, and then, you know, I had a pretty good Thanksgiving visiting family and stuff. Um, I do feel bad because I have two cousins that I'm close with and I had separate sleepovers with them and I fell asleep on both of them and we usually pull all-nighters, but I just feel like I'm getting to an age where all-nighters are just not a thing for me anymore. So, um, uh, I'm so sorry that that happened, but yeah, um, all-nighters, I think it comes to a point in life where it's just not a thing. So... Uh, But I did have a good Thanksgiving. Um, Unfortunately, didn't really get to see everybody because of coronavirus and having to uh, be safe and um, have small gatherings. So that was sad. It was a lot different than the Thanksgivings that I'm used to. Um, But, you know, at least I still got to see extended family. And at least, you know, a lot of my family members are still alive and haven't had the virus yet. So or hopefully never at all. So that's something to be grateful for. Um, And then I also did a 1000 follower, like a little mini photo shoot on my phone over Thanksgiving break. So um, those pictures should be coming out on social media soon. And then now currently these final exams and projects are trying to take me out. I swear my the amount of final exams and projects that I have to put together is absolutely ridiculous. I have to build three websites for three different classes within a week. I have to take two final exams for two classes that have been stressful the whole semester. So. I'm currently losing it a little bit. So I'm glad that I'm taking this break to even record this episode because I needed this mental break. Because, yeah, um, this is not it. Like, I don't understand why these professors are like on our backs like this. Like, I don't understand like why. um, Because I'm just like, come on, give us a break. We've had a long and very different type of semester since coronavirus. So, um, Yeah but um any and really like anything else that happened in my life or in this world this year like I may or may not have covered it (laughs) because this year it was a lot to take in so I tried to cover as much as I could remember um. So, yeah, I hope that that was enough recap for you guys. Um, But after these final exams are over, I will finally be out for winter break. But the thing is, is UF canceled our spring break because they felt like the students wouldn't be responsible and would cause another wave of coronavirus. So instead of spring break, they added an additional week to our winter break and they're giving us a three week winter break. So yeah lord help us all having to go through an entire semester with no breaks um anyways speaking of winter break let me tell y'all how i'm concluding my year with my winter break so i'm turning 20 on january 5th so i planned a birthday photo shoot and that has been so stressful because literally everything that can go wrong during the planning process went wrong I wanted to order some, I wanted to order some long hair extensions, um, but turns out there was a shortage or something. So I didn't know this and I ended up placing orders for hair at two different locations just for them to say they didn't have the hair in stock after they already took my money, which at that point was near $400. So I had to go through it to finally get my refunds. And then the outfits I got for the photo shoot were not exactly how I pictured them. But at this point, I'm just going to have to roll with them. And then the person taking my photos said that um, she could take them on Saturday, December 19th at 3 p.m. Then she changed her mind and said she would have to take them on Sunday, December 20th at 10 in the morning. And then my makeup person, my makeup person said um, she wouldn't be able to do my makeup at 9 a.m., And she would only be available to do it at six in the morning and so now the weather channel is possibly is possibly calling for rain on the day of my photo shoot so like i was literally about to rip every hair follicle out of my head i was scared to even check my phone at one point because i was like if i get one more piece of disappointing news about this photo shoot i'm going to actually lose it so um but i act i finally found um and received some hair to install for my photo shoot and i bought some cute accessories to doll up my outfits for the shoot and i agreed to change the times for my photo shoot and makeup appointment so now i'm just praying with everything in me that the weather cooperates because I had a vision of doing an outside photo shoot with really no other backup plan and I just pray that everything else goes accordingly because I I'm just gonna have a fit I am um you only kiss your teens goodbye once you only turn 21 so please just let me be great Um, And then also not to mention the stress of me having to plan four to five different get togethers with my different group of friends to celebrate my birthday, because due to the coronavirus, I have to do separate celebrations with my friend groups so we can be within the safe number of people to come together for gatherings. But yeah, I think I might do a um, reflection episode about me turning 20 because as of right now, it feels bittersweet. I know age is just a number, but it's sad that I'm no longer going to have teen behind my age. And like I'm walking into a new era and decade of my life, but I'm grateful. Um, I will get to say that I lived for two decades and I hope to live for many more and I have attachment issues to tangible and intangible things. So I'm probably gonna be a big emotional baby on my birthday. So until January 5th, I will be asking people to just randomly ask me, how old are you? So I can say 19 just a few more times. (laughs) Um, As far as other winter break plans, I will be doing the usual Christmas festivities and hanging out with family and friends. When I visit home, for college i always try to visit as many friends as possible and spend as much time with family before i have to go back so that's what i'll probably do i definitely just want to catch up on sleep when i'm home and spend time with my dogs so um for new years me and my family usually do something but that's probably gonna look different this year because of covid Um, But I usually write myself a letter on New Year's Eve about how my year went and what I want to get out of the new year. And then I save it and don't open it and read it again until the next year or the next New Year's. Um, But honestly, I don't think this year is about to be worth writing about. Um, It was just too heavy. But I don't know. I mean, I might still write something that also means um, I still have the letter from last New Year's that I need to read. And I'm very interested to see what I wrote because I have no clue what I wrote. Um, But I highly recommend doing things like that, though, because it's such a nice reflection to look back on. Also, I sometimes go through a little bit of a depressive episode every New Year's Eve, because like I said, I have attachment issues to things. So I'm always like, oh, like I have to say goodbye to another year. But honestly, at the rate 2020 has been going, I am more than ready to say goodbye to this year. I don't think a depressive episode about the new year will be happening this year because I'm so ready to move on and hopefully experience a better and brighter year. Other than that, that's about it for like the rest of the year plans and winter break plans. Um, I recently just finished doing Christmas present shopping, which is always fun yet draining because I personally um, think I'm one of the best gift givers out there. Um, (laughs) I'm always looking for something creative and unique that I know is specifically interesting for the person I'm getting it for. But man, I tell you, my bank account is never happy with me. When I'm doing shopping, but it's always worth it when I see everyone's reactions for the gifts I got them. Um, I usually do a lot of my shopping online on Etsy. Um, Etsy is really where it's at. You can find the cutest, most unique gifts there. And I mean, they can definitely be a bit more on the pricey side, but again, it's so worth it. But yeah, that's about it. That's been my life in a nutshell so far. Um, thank you everyone for all your support throughout this season of Talks with Tatiana. It would not be continuously growing if it wasn't for you all. Um, As a reminder, during this break, I will still be posting on social media and please tune into the old episodes I recorded and this will be a great time for you to catch up if you missed a few episodes. I will be back and better with much more new things to bring to the table starting sometime in January with season two. Happy holidays. Um, please be safe. I also, real quick, just want to give you all some holiday activities you can participate in. For one, I love giving back during the holiday season to those less fortunate. Um, one thing me and my family have been doing for quite some time now for Christmas is we get these angels from like I think Walmart or somewhere and the angels have names on them of children who are less fortunate and so it has a list of their clothes size their age and things they like And me and my family, we purchase some of those items on the list for those particular kids we receive on our angel card. And so that's always a nice thing to do over the holidays if you can. Just helping someone in need have a good holiday, too, especially during these difficult times of the pandemic. Um, Some more traditions that me and my family do that I would encourage others to do is bake cookies. I love me some chocolate chip cookies, so that's always fun. Uh, We decorate the tree and open presents to Christmas music. My top two Christmas songs that always make my heart smile during the holidays is This Christmas, um, the Chris Brown version, (laughs) and Christmas Eve by Justin Bieber. I know Justin Bieber might not sound ideal, but I promise it sounds actually really good. And I also usually go to Starbucks and get some hot chocolate. And we also watch Christmas movies. My top two favorite ones that always put me in the Christmas spirit is This Christmas and Merry Christmas Drake and Josh. So I hope you all look into doing some of those things to get into the holiday spirit this year. Um, For New Year's, please be safe. Try not to go to any big parties. We are still very much so in a pandemic. And just take in the moment and call and remind your loved ones that you love them because this year has been a very difficult one. So be grateful and pass on kindness and gratitude this holiday season. Now into the let's discuss segment. So instead of talking about an interesting or important headline, I will be doing a and a segment. Most of the questions are just ones that my family and friends asked. And I think a few of the listeners asked some of them. Um, But since this year is 2020 and my 20th birthday is coming up, I'll answer 20 questions. I'll do 10 personal questions about me and 10 pertaining to the podcast and my education. So I'll start with the personal questions. So did you have an almost name? So, what I'm assuming an almost name is, which I'm pretty sure that's what this person meant, um, is, like, a name that you were almost named. So, I had two almost names. Uh, my mom had, like, this imaginary friend or something, she said, um, named that she named Sierra. And so my name was gonna be Sierra but my dad didn't like that so Sierra is actually my middle name and um also about a year before I was born my mom's sister passed away and her name was Linda and my mom's name is Kathy and so she wanted to combine their names and name me Caitlin um but my dad didn't like that either so then you know uh my name is Tatiana from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, so that's how I got that name. So, yeah, my almost names were Caitlin and Sierra. The next question is, since you are a military brat, do you claim just one place as your hometown? Um, not really, because I've moved around quite a few times. Um, Both of my parents are from and raised in South Carolina, so that's where, like, my extended family lives. But... I can't claim that as like my home place because, um, I've never lived there myself. Um, but I was born in Mississippi and then we moved to, uh, Maryland and then we moved to Crestview, Florida. Then we moved to Texas and then we moved to Tallahassee, Florida. Um, and now I currently live in Gainesville for college. So I feel like every place that I've moved to has had an important staple in my life um so i can't just claim one as my hometown because they've all played big roles in my life but um i feel like i do claim tallahassee more because that's where i lived from like fifth grade all the way till high school graduation so that's like where i've lived at the longest time period so Um, but that doesn't take away from the other places I've lived to like those are home too so um did you play sports growing up um so I was um in elementary school I was uh, a cheerleader um a couple times and then I also did basketball but Um, As far as staying like consistent with it, by the time we moved to Tallahassee when I was in fifth grade, I never got into sports again because that move was just so like chaotic and trying to just readjust like we just never I never got back into sports again. Um, I tried out for, like, the cheer team in, like, middle school and, like, in high school, and it just didn't work out, Um, and I tried out for dance in middle school, did not work out, so I just came to the conclusion that dance, not dance, but, like, I just came to the conclusion that sports was just not for me anymore, so it was what it was. Uh, I kind of do wish I would have stayed in it, though, but no how many siblings do you have i am the middle child i have an older sister that's nine years older than me and then i have a younger sister that is eight years younger than me do you have any fur babies uh yeah i do so for those of you that don't know fur babies are like pets that are your children and I do I have two dogs named after the boondogs. my dad named them after the boondogs, Riley and Huey um one is a shit zoo and his name is Riley and then um, I have a Yorkie mixed but to this day we don't know what he's mixed with but his name is Huey and um yeah I've had them ever since I was five so we like grew up together to be honest like i had them for over 10 years now so they're getting old unfortunately but you know we're not gonna think about those sad times like they're gonna live for a long time so um where do you want to live in the future I have always like been on the fence about this for quite some time for the longest time I wanted to live in like one of those like cities that are near Atlanta not in Atlanta but near Atlanta and then actually work in Atlanta because Atlanta has a lot of opportunities that I feel like are good for journalists and also like for acting and stuff like if I ever wanted to get back into that like Atlanta has some pretty good opportunities but I just feel like it's starting to become a very crowded place where everybody's trying to live. So it's just like I don't want to live in a place where like the majority of the United States population is trying to go there. So I don't really know. I thought about Texas because they have a lot of nice opportunities, but I don't really know. I guess wherever the money and the best opportunities present itself when I graduate is where I will go. So we'll see. Um, What is your all-time favorite TV show? It is wild. (laughs) And my friends and family think I'm so weird for it. But the show, the sitcom Everybody Hates Chris is my all-time favorite TV show. I love Everybody Hates Chris so much. Um, It's a very, like, it's kind of like, it's about, it's supposed to be based off the life of the comedian Chris Rock. And like... I guess like during the time he grew up, he dealt with a lot of racism. So the show definitely has like moments where it's like racist towards black people, but it's trying to depict like what he supposedly went through. So I think that's why a lot of my family and friends are just like, why do you enjoy that show? But like, I love Everybody Hates Chris. Like, I don't know what it is. It's just like, it's funny. And it's like, I don't know. It's just a comfort show to me. I don't know why, but it's just such a comfort show for me. So I watch Everybody Hates Chris at least like once a day so yeah that's just where I'm at with that (laughs) um the next question is is there an update since releasing your toxic relationship episode like have you met someone since then so yeah like I mentioned I'm dating like my guy best friend of five years so yeah that's that I mean yeah really I did not expect that answer to change I you know If you would have asked me a month or two ago, the answer would have been, no, I haven't met anyone, but yeah, so I haven't met anyone new, but you know, yeah, my guy best friend of five years is who I'm currently with. And so far it's not toxic. And I think it's because we've been friends for so long. So I feel like we know each other really well. So hopefully this relationship will last and be good, but we'll see. We're still young. So, (laughs) um, what is your favorite memory in college so far my favorite college memory is um probably I've had like quite a few good memories in college but I definitely think one of them like I mentioned in the beginning or towards the beginning of this episode is my 19th birthday because that was one of my first like birthdays away from home and like i had such a strong group of friends that made me feel so loved and it was such a fun night and i was worried that um bringing together different friend groups would not be the best idea but everybody got along so well so i really really enjoyed that um and so yeah. And which speaking of, I forgot to bring it up when I was doing my recap of my year, but I act we I actually ended up getting um another roommate. Like I still have two of the same roommates from last year, and then we ended up getting a third one. So I and her birthday is the day before my birthday. So her birthday is January fourth. And our other roommate that moved out, she um from last year, her birthday was the sixth. So I just yeah, had to throw that in there. I thought that was crazy. Um that I have like two fourth roommates who ended up having birthdays, like literally right by mine. Um, And so I bring that up to say that I know that this upcoming year for our birthdays, it's going to be so much fun um, celebrating with her. So Um, what is your dream job? So my dream job is to you know, be on TV news. Like I want to do that. I want to do entertainment news. I want to be like on red carpet interviews, things like that. Honestly, kind of like how Lala Anthony, how she started off as being like a host for like entertainment stuff. And then she is now like an actress and that's really kind of the goal. So, but actress is a little far-fetched, but we'll see if that happens. I hope it happens in my life. Anything is possible as 2020 has shown, so. Now into the more podcasting and education related questions. So the first question is, how much time goes into your podcast? A lot. Like a lot. This is not for the week. I can tell you that much. Um, thankfully, I do have my uncles who edit for me and everything. But as far as having to like sit down, take the time to like really put together your bullet points for what you want to say for your episode, sitting down, recording it, like it takes a lot because I'm also a full-time student and also a part of the executive board for an organization. So I have to really find time between those schedules to work on this podcast. Um, But because of my passion for it, I do it. But it's definitely a lot. I can say that much. Um, But yeah, a lot of time goes into it. Probably a couple hours a week. And then also having to sit down and type out those like captions and stuff. Oh, yeah, it takes a good minute out of my week for sure. It's like a part time job. Um, so, um, but I mean, I love what I do. So, um, what is your favorite episode that you've recorded so far? The my favorite episodes i would say are the episodes that i never knew i needed so the ones that really hit for me like those therapy type episodes where when i was like speaking and recording i was like wow like this is really hitting me um so like my minority mental health awareness episode my black lives matter episode my stop normalizing toxic relationship episode even my recent one on breaking toxic generational and societal cycles like those episodes are really my favorite to record like the ones that just hit deep that I didn't even know I needed until I started recording and I was like whoa okay like this is like a therapy moment so those are my favorites to record how do you come up with so much content for both your episodes and captions on social media it's honestly not as easy as like you guys might think like coming up with a bunch of content is a lot sometimes, um, because I try to find like interesting topics that most people don't discuss. Um, and so I try to find like unique things. And so sometimes I'll ask like family and friends, like what are some things you'd be interested in hearing? And then sometimes there's just things that have have happened in my life that I'm like, you know what? I could talk about this. This would be a really interesting one to talk about. So, um, that's that and then as far as for my captions on social media I really just try to do like motivation Mondays and stuff that go like in coordination with whatever the topic of the episode is and then from there I just really sit down and think about like what can I say like how can I pick this quote apart and really make it something deep so it can just be more than you reading a quote and actually getting something more out of it to um stick with you for the rest of the day so yeah um did you ever consider having a co-host so when I was first doing the behind the scenes work with my uncles for planning this launch of the podcast they asked me like do you think you're going to have a co-host and all that stuff? And I was like, probably not just because I wanted it to be called Talks with Tatiana. And that was that. Like, I didn't want it to be called anything else. Um, That was the title. And so I didn't want it to be like Talks with Tatiana. But then there's like a co-host and then I'd feel bad because their name's just not in it. So I did Talks with Tatiana as the title and um as far as having a co-host I knew that I didn't want to have to work around other people's schedules um so I was like I don't have time for like me being ready to record on Monday but they can't record till Thursday like that's just not gonna work for me so um also I just I'm very controlling at times and I just like things to go a certain way and I like to know what's about to be said and so having a co-host would have just made me a little on edge of like okay wait what are you about to? say like cuz you can't say that on like this show or whatever so um yeah probably we'll never have a co-host but i think it would have been fun i just know that like in reality that just wouldn't have worked for me so um how do you go about getting guests to come on your show i really just like find like i feel like i always like know when i'm picking out a topic if i'm going to have a guest or not like so if I like for example when I had my women in small business month I knew that obviously like I don't have like a small business technically so I knew that doing that episode I needed to have guests that were women that had small businesses so when I know I'm going to be doing topics like that I go ahead and pre-plan like who I want to have I go ahead and ask them if they would be interested in doing it before I try to plan it all out and then when they say yes that's when I kind of make an outline for them, and we go from there. So I usually, um, so far, have done, like, people that I know. Um, I've had maybe one or... I've had, like, one person that I didn't know that I had on the show, which was Ariel Moore from Get School Podcast. But other than that, um, it's always just kind of been friends and family. So that's just really what it is. But I do hope to reach out to other people and even be, like, a guest on other shows as well. So yeah so hopefully season two and the other seasons afterwards I'll get to do stuff like that um when did you know you wanted to be a journalism major um and did you ever want to change it I know I wanted to be a journalism major because one time in high school I was watching this show and on the show this girl was in college and she got to put together some type of project um where she was like on the radio and I thought that was like really interesting I was like what is that like what type of project do you do in college where you have to do that and then when she was like she was a journalism major I was like oh like that's something I would totally be down to do and then um Also, doing creative writing my senior year of high school really solidified it because my creative writing teacher was like, oh, yeah, she's like, this is your gift. And so I was like, well, there we have it. Journalism, it is. So um, I never really wanted to change it because there's nothing else in this world that I feel like I would ever be able to execute like I do journalism. So. Um, And then there was like kind of a part two to to this question. And it asked growing up, did you want to be a different profession? Yes, I wanted to be a teacher for the longest time because my mom was a teacher. Um, But yeah, now never in a million years would I ever even consider that um, for many reasons. Um, And I also at one time, like periodically, I would go through like a wave of wanting to be a nurse. And so, yeah. Um, but then I realized that just wasn't for me because I got to witness what nurses do. And I'm like, yeah, no, I could never. So shout out to people that are nurses and teachers. You guys have, um, a way stronger heart than I do. So, (laughs) um, will you continue this podcast long-term? So I want to do this podcast to kind of just document my journey and just um, through college and everything so I feel like when I graduate college that will probably be the end of talks with Tatiana and then maybe sometime um, along the way I might pick it back up but as far as I know when I'm done with college this podcast will probably be done as well Um, unless like you know something happens and like I get discovered and I like this podcast just blows up or something like I mean, then, yeah, it's going to be sticking around for quite some time. So, I mean, really, you just never know. So how has this podcast changed your life professionally and personally? So it's changed my life professionally because, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, like I've been able to use some of the content from this podcast in my schoolwork. Like um and really it's just been helping me prepare for whenever I do have to um speak and do like hosts and um having to be an anchor and stuff for news and stuff so um that's how it's changed my life professionally and then personally it's changed my life because I've been able to just share my life and be vulnerable and be able to help others and meet new people along the way and really just make my first stepping stone into my future career. And um, it's like my first like big project. I've never done anything like this. So it's definitely changed me personally. It's taken up a lot of time in my life. So, you know, a lot of personal time goes into this podcast. So yeah. Um, What is the hardest part about podcasting? Again, just the time that goes into it um, is definitely a hard part. Working around other people's schedule is also hard sometimes as well. And then I think a really hard thing um, was hearing my voice Um, because I've always had just like insecurities about my voice Um, and just like listening to it on recording because I've always been told that I sound like a baby or that I just, you know, sound like I'm crying or something. So. I, it took me a minute to be able to listen back to my voice and be like, you know what? it's not that bad so um I feel like I'm getting used to it but I still cringe at it sometimes so and I definitely I like don't think I would ever listen to my podcast like with other people because I hate hearing my voice in like videos and stuff with other people around like I've gotten to a point where I can listen to it by myself but with other people around I can't like I can't take it so um What is your biggest piece of advice you can give to a podcaster or future podcaster? Um, Really just stay consistent. Consistency is key. Um, And then just finding your audience and then just engaging with them and just staying true to yourself and your personal image and brand. And that's really just the main things that you have to do to be successful in this business. So there you all have it. There's a little bit more into my life and I actually might start doing more Q&A segments, maybe with less questions, um, but that was fun. And I want my audience to get to know me as much as possible. And I, of course, want to get to know you all as much as possible, too. So like I've always said, my DMs are open anytime. Now into the heart to heart segment. The Motivation Monday quote of the week was we tend to forget that baby steps still move you forward. When I came across this quote, it really spoke to me because it's so true just by human nature, we're usually looking forward to the big milestones so much that we like forget all about the baby steps and little milestones that are going to get us there. Um, So I wanted season one to end off with a strong quote. And I think this one was pretty strong because it's a reminder that we have to keep moving forward despite what's going on in our lives. Even if it takes you a little longer um, by taking baby steps, you're still going to get there as long as you continue to keep going and not just stand in place. And without even realizing it at the time, my Truthful Tuesday post also goes well with the Motivation Monday quote. And my Truthful Tuesday post stated, There isn't a right time to start, which is a reminder I truly needed. Um, there are so many things, things from schoolwork to internships, where I'm like, okay. I'm just gonna start later and then more excuses come up and i'm just at that point procrastinating and pushing myself further and further away from success and reaching my goals so that's why you just have to go for it you can't just cheat yourself or discourage yourself out of reaching your goals or let others discourage you from starting the time is now because there will never be the perfect time to start Our days on this earth is limited. So with every day we wake up with breath in our body, we need to take advantage of it. And that's when you can start um, with the baby steps, which is the first initial start you need for your journey. Um, Your life journey and how it comes out starts with you. Be intentional and impactful with the things you do in this world. Don't be afraid to go after your dreams. Just start. Start hit play and put some planning and action behind those dreams at the end of the day we all had to physically learn how to walk with baby steps then we eventually got older and began to make big girl and big boy steps so the same thing can happen now for you on a mental level those baby steps such as simply just researching opportunities are sending you on your way to make those big girl and big boy steps to progress forward and reach closer and closer to your goals I promise you once you get in this right kind of mindset nothing can stop you you got it thank you so so very much again for walking on this podcasting journey with me season one is a wrap y'all so see you all in the new year and be safe